Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Monday of the second week of Advent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. One day, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village in Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his, in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on, a, on the stretcher through the tiles in the middle, in the front, or in the middle, in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God, and struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, as uh, I've said on, on a couple of occasions, one of the things that happens during Advent is that we bounce around to a variety of scriptures that all are helping us to appreciate completely and more fully who Jesus is by taking a look at the various highlights of his life on earth. And today we have this uh, healing of the paralytic. Now, he had done a number of of healings already. This is early in Luke's gospel, and he had cleansed a leper already, uh, and uh, it, which was a miracle. And this was just after he had called uh, Peter and uh, and Andrew and James and John to be followers of his as disciples. And a large crowd had gathered uh, at Jesus' home, and. It, they use a kind of a superlative language by saying uh, they had come from every village in Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, uh, and um, and these were not just uh, dis, uh, interested disciples, but these are Pharisees and teachers of the law. Th that's a pretty extreme comment, but I think what what Luke is really meaning is. They are coming from all over. They are streaming to come and look at Jesus and evaluate him, find out who this guy is that is providing these miracles. And there it was such a crowd at the house that these men that were bringing a paralyzed man on a stretcher couldn't even get in. And um, as they went around, they tried a, probably a variety of ways to get him in, even trying to get the crowd to cooperate 
Finally, in desperation, they go up onto the roof. Now, this is not an unusual thing because many of the houses back in those days had a, a stairway leading up to the roof, which was another living area. And uh, so they would go up on the roof, and there uh, they would just take away uh, the roof uh, tiles the, and uh, be able to uh, basically open up the roof and to lower the, the man down in the middle. And uh, again, some of the, uh, the houses had tiles for their roof. Some had straw or hay or other uh, things like wood branches. So there were a number of ways in which uh, these houses were constructed, but the, the roofs were all removable. So they were able to take away the roof large enough hole to lower the stretcher down and they could actually look down there and see where Jesus was. So you can imagine the crowd. They're all around. Jesus is there in the house teaching. All of a sudden, from above them, they see this man on a stretcher being lowered down right in front of Jesus. What a spectacle. And uh, again, uh, this really shows the determination not of the paralyzed man, but of his friends to seek healing on his behalf. And again, the paralyzed man was cooperating by virtue of the fact he really couldn't move. So they just had taken him, put him on a stretcher, and I'm sure he wanted to be healed. And so as they lowered him down, they brought him right in front of Jesus. And um, as he is set there in front, um, Jesus in seeing the faith of those men who brought the paralyzed man. And so it wasn't just the paralyzed man that Jesus was thinking about at the time that he ministered to this man, but also these wonderful friends. And, you know, I, I just want to say what an amazing thing it is when we have friends like that who are willing to go the extra mile to help us find help and healing in our lives. What a, what a glorious gift. And so they had lowered the man down, and then it says that he saw their faith and then said, now this is interesting. Remember, we've got a room filled with not just those who are intrigued with what Jesus is teaching, but we also have the scribes and the Pharisees. We've got the teachers of the law, those that are trying to evaluate the character and quality of the ministry of Jesus. Basically, uh, wanting to rule about their opinion on who he is and what he can do. So the words that Jesus speaks at this time are intentionally focused on them. But they're focused not just as a learning lesson, but also as a response to the faith of those who lowered the man and the man's faith himself. Because what they were saying to Jesus is, Jesus we trust in you. Just like the Divine Mercy uh, portrait that we have, Jesus, I trust in you. That was the, the heart of these individuals that brought the man before Jesus. And so based on their faith in him, his words to them authentically were, your sins are forgiven. Now the man was still paralyzed at this moment, but his uh, life was basically made clean in preparation for his eternal life. 
And uh, this, of course, set the, the Pharisees and the scribes on their ear. They were so upset that Jesus was uttering what they called blasphemies because only God can forgive sins. So Jesus now uh, addresses them. At the time that he uh, knew that they were watching him, he addressed the man that was on the cot. I believe when he says, your sins are forgiven, that also goes to the ones who brought this man as well. But anyway, here we have Jesus, and he was uh, addressing now the Pharisees and the scribes, the teachers of the law, and he says, what are you thinking in your hearts? He knew. They didn't even have to uh, say it to him out loud. He knew what their hearts were all about. And then he asks them an interesting question, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or rise and walk? Well, it's a lot easier to say your sins are forgiven because there's no proof. It may be a blasphemy, but um, it's certainly easier to say because there is no way to say one way or the other whether that was going to happen other than the fact that you would just not believe that he is God. But here he says, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins, he said to the man paralyzed. So because you um, uh, need to know that I have the authority to forgive sins, I'm going to say the harder thing. And so he says, I say to you, speaking to the man that was on the stretcher, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. Now, not only did he heal the man, but he provided a restorative miracle. The man was not only healed from his paralysis, but his, his muscular strength was restored to the point where he had the strength to pick up the stretcher and walk away. What an amazing uh, sight to behold for all of those who were there. And at that point, astonishment seized them all. And you, you just got to think that those Pharisees were just beside themselves at that point. The teachers of the law were dumbstruck with, what do we do with this? He said, your sins are forgiven. Now he demonstrated it by saying, rise up and walk. How can we discount that what he said at first isn't also true? And of course, then as Luke describes, astonishment seized them all. They glorified God and struck with all, they said, we have seen incredible things today. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. One of the things that is a bit of a takeaway from today is that our confidence in Jesus as God the Son and his uh, coming into the world to redeem the world and to forgive our sins uh, is again verified in this beautiful way as we see here Jesus also healing the man, the paralyzed man on a stretcher. And uh, just think about from that time on and throughout history, the many times in which 
Individuals have been healed and restored and strengthened, and miracles have taken place in the church and in the lives of many individuals. And all of those point to the fact that the one who does these miracles is also the one who is able to forgive our sins. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.